Hello everyone, welcome or welcome back to Listen Content. I am Shikariya, so I will be hosting your Listen Content podcast. Now, the audiobook one, let's begin. The first chapter name is Bruno Makes a Discovery. One afternoon when Bruno came home from school, he was surprised to find Maria, the family's maid, who always kept her head bowed and never looked up from the carpet, standing in his bedroom, pulling all his belongings out of the wardrobe and packing them in four large wooden crates. Even things he had hidden at the back that belonged to him were nobody else's business. What are you doing? he asked in as polite a tone as he could master, but although he was happy to come home and find someone going through his possessions, his mother had always told him that he was to treat Maria respectfully, not just with the way father spoke to her. You can take your hands off my things. Maria shook her head and pointed towards the staircase behind him, where Bruno's mother had just appeared. She was a tall woman with long red hair that she had bundled into a sort of the net behind her head, and she was stretching her head together nervously as if there was something, but she didn't want to say something. She didn't want to have to believe. Mother said Bruno, marching towards her. What's going on? Why is Maria going through my things? She's packing them, explained Mother. Lacking them? He asked, turning quickly through the events from the previous few days to consider whether he did been particular naughty or used those words out loud that he wasn't allowed to use it's being sent away. Of it, he couldn't think of anything though. In fact, over the last few days, he had behaved in a perfectly decent manner to everyone and he couldn't remember causing any chaos at all. Why? he asked then. What I have done? Mother walked into her own bedroom by then. At last, the butler wasn't there, packing her things too. She sighed and threw the hands in the hair in frustration before marching back the staircase, followed by Bruno, who wasn't going to let the matter drop without an explanation. Mother, he insisted, what's going on? Are we moving? Come up downstairs with me, said Mother, leading the way towards the last dining room, where the fury had been to dinner the week before. We'll talk down there. Bruno ran downstairs and even passed her on the staircase so that he was waiting in the dining room. When she arrived, he looked at her without saying for a moment and thought to himself that he could have applied her makeup correctly at morning because the rims of her eyes were more red than usual. Like his accident, he did be causing chaos and got into trouble and ended up crying. Now, you don't have to worry, Bruno said the mother, sitting down in the chair where the beautiful blonde woman who had came to the dinner with the fury had sat and waited at him when the father closed that there was in fact anything is going, it would be a great adventure. What is? asked Am I being sent away? No, not just you, he said. She said looking as she might smile for a moment, but thinking better of it. Here are your father and I, Gretchen and you. All four of us, Bruno thought about this and frowned. He was very particularly bothered if Gretel was being sent away because she was a hostless case. Caused nothing but trouble for him. But it seemed unfair that they all had to go with her. 
but where he asked where are we going exactly we can't can't we stay here your fa- father's job explain mother you know how important it is don't you yes of course said bruno nodding his head because there were only so many visitors to the house men in fantastic uniforms women in typewriters that he had to keep monkey hands off they were always very polite to father to each other their days man to watch and the theory had big things in mind for him well sometimes when someone is em- very important continued mother the man who employs him asks to go somewhere else because there's very special jobs that needs doing there what kind of job asked bruno because if he was honest with himself which he always tried to be he was entirely sure what job father did in the school they had talked about his father's once d and carl had said that his father was a green grocer which bruno knew to be true because he ran to green grocer shop in the center of the town and daniel had said that the father was a teacher and bruno knew it was true because he thought the big boy who it was always wise to see a clear off and martin had said that his father was a chef bruno knew to be true because he sometimes collected martin from school and he did always wear a white smock and a tartan apron as he just stepped out of his kitchen but when they asked bruno what his father did open his mouth tell them then realized that he had not knew himself all you could see that his father was a man to watch for the fury had big things in the mind for him oh that he had a fantastic uniform too it's very important job said mother hesitating for a moment a job that needs a very special man to do it you can understand that can't you and we all have to go to ask bruno of course we do said mother you wouldn't want father to go to his new job on his own be lonely there would you i suppose not said bruno father would miss us all terribly if he weren't with him she added who miss the most who would he miss the most asked bruno me or gretel he would miss you both equally said mother she was a great believer in not playing favorites which bruno respected especially he knew that he was favorite really but what about a house bruno asked who's gonna take care while we are gone mother sighed and looked around the room as if she might never see it again it was a very beautiful house and had five floors in total you can include the basement where cook where all the bruno maria and lars sat at the table arguing with each other and calling other names which you were supposed to be the other day in the other room the tom the hearse slanted where bruno could see right across berlin if he stood up to sit tiptoes and held him the frame tightly we have to close up this house for now said mother but we'll come back to it some day what about cook asked bruno and lars and maria are they not going to live with us they are coming with us explained mother but that's enough questions for now maybe you should go upstairs and help maria with your packaging Bruno stood up from the seat and did not go anywhere. There were just few more questions he needed to put her, but he could allow the matter to be settled. How far away is it? He asked. The new job, I mean, did father 
there might have been oh my samantha with a laugh although it was a strange kind of laugh but she didn't look happy and turned away from bruno as she still wanted to see her face yes bruno she said it's more than a mile away quite a lot then in fact bruno's eyes opened wide and his mouth made the shape of an o he felt an arm stretching off his ideas like they did somewhere going and surprised him he did not mean yelling berlin he asked gasping for air his scottish word i'm afraid to said mother your father's job is what about school said mother said bruno interrupting her i think he knew he was supposed to do but he felt he would be forgiven for in this occasion and what about carl and daniel and martin how will they how will they know where am i going to do things together you have to say goodbye all their friends for the time being said mother all i'm sure that you will see them again in time please don't interrupt your mother while she's talking please she added for all that this was strange and unpleasing news there was certainly no need for bruno break the rules of politeness he had been thought say goodbye to, to them he asked staring at her in surprise say goodbye to them he repeated spluttering out of the words if his mind full of biscuit that he did munch into tiny pieces but not actually swallowed yet say goodbye to carl and daniel and martin he continued his voice coming dangerously close to shouting which is not allowed indoors but they are three bestness for life oh you'll make other friends said mother waving a hand in the air dismissively as if making of a boy three best friends of for life was an easy thing but we made friends he protested plans asked mother raising an eyebrow what sort of plans well that would be telling said bruno who could not reveal the exact nature of the plans which included causing a lot of chaos especially in a few weeks time when our school finished for the summer holidays and they didn't have time to spend all the time just making plans but could actually put some effort instead i'm sorry bruno said mother but your plans are just going to have to wait but we don't have choice in this but mother bruno that's enough she said snapping at him and standing up sure that she was serious and she said that it was enough honestly only last week we were complaining about how much things have changed here recently but well, i don't like the way we have done all the lives of the night time he admitted everyone has to do that said mother it keeps us safe and who knows maybe we'll be in less danger if we move away now i need you to go upstairs and help maria with your packaging we don't have as much time to prepare as i would like thanks for to some people bruno nodded and walked away sadly knowing that some people was a bruno's word for father and one that was supposed to use himself he made his way up the stairs slowly holding on to the banister with one hand and wondered whether the new house is the new place where the job was would have uh, have as fine a banister to slid down as as this one did for the banister in this house stretched from the very top floor just outside the little room where if he stood on his tiptoes and held onto the frame on the windows tightly you could see right across berlin to to the ground floor just in front the two enormous oak doors 
and Bruno left nothing better them to get on board and the banister at the top floor and slid his way through the home, making whooshing sounds as he went down from the top floor to the next one where mother and father's room was and the large bathroom and he, where he wasn't supposed to be in any case. Down to the next floor where his own room was and Karthus room too and the smaller bathroom which he supposed to use more often than he really did. Down to the ground floor where you fell off of the end of the banister and have to land flat on your two feet or the five was five points against you and you have to start all over again the banister was the best thing about this house that and the fact that the grandfather and the grandmother lived so nearby and when he thought about that he made him wonder whether they were coming to the new job too and he presumed that they were because she could hardly be left behind. No one needed Gretel much because she was hopeless case. It would be a lot easier if she stayed to look after the house. But grandfather and grandmother, well that was entirely different matter. Bruno went up to the stairs slowly towards his room. But before going inside, he looked down back, back down towards to the ground floor and saw mother entering father's office which faced the dining room and was out of bounds at all time and no exceptions he heard her speaking loudly to him until father spoke louder than mother's so could put the, a stop to their conversation then the door to the office closed and bruno couldn't hear anymore so he thought it would be a good idea if he went back to his room and took over the packing from maria because otherwise she might pull all his belongings out of the wardrobes without any care of consideration. Even things he had did hidden at the back that belonged to him and were nobody else's business. So that was my first chapter of your book. Stay tuned for the second one next week.